When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Me, 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 me. Do you hear what I hear? Oh, our puppy's sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? Go, 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 go. <laughs> Thank you, Beth, for sending in our coasters. These are nice. I think this is, if I recall, this is, I don't know if this is Tina. This is Tom? No, this is Tanya. And this is this Tom, I yeah. think. The male is a Tom, right? A Tom turkey, yeah. yeah. They learned that. I'm, I'm, I would maybe put this on a leather jacket <laughs> or epaulettes. But I'm impressed mm-hmm. with her skills because the gobble gobble and the feet and the no. I mean, it's oh, it's oh, fantastic. Super cute. If you're just listening, we are holding, what is this, macrame? No, I think Lovely. it's just knitted. Knitted, okay. It's a knitted, uh, Beth knitted us two coasters that look like turkeys. Wonderful. And mine has a pink head and Sean's has a blue head. Mine's a girl, his is a boy. Beth, the only problem is earlier today, I put my coffee cup on it. And when I did, I put it on the eyes and oh, oh it it's tumbled. a little, you got to put it on Katie the, bo- said, the base. Watch out, you turkey. <laughs> we'll be here all night, folks. Oh <laughs> no, this is wonderful. I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm going to use it more as decoration than anything. I think this is a, definitely a patch. It's a very cute patch. I'm part of the turkey gang. Patchy. Yeah. Turkey gang, turkey gang, turkey gang. Turkey gang rides again. It's almost like, go, 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 go. <laughs> It's like Birdman, where he's like, whatever. You're like, gobble, gobble, gobble. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have the same to it. It's not as scary. We can work on it. But you would think turkeys are are pretty scary. They are. They are terrifying. If anybody doesn't know, if if any of you city slickers out there have never encountered a wild turkey, they chase you and like peck at you. And they're really fast. They're actually pretty terrifying, to be honest. Geese, too, are like that. Yeah. And swans. Yeah. Oh, remember the swan? Do people eat swans? Stop looking at me, swan. I always will think of that. Uh, remember the swan in Palm Springs? We were... Oh. Swam Springs? Uh, now is the time called the puppy sleep, so we don't disturb her. Go, 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 I'm just kidding. Um, of course, we get started and the doorbell rings, but... It's all good. Hey, we're just it's our nice... I think he just likes to see Roxy, to be honest. It's the UPS guy she ran out to. He was like, she is so cute. I was like, she is... So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Turkey Day talk or do yeah, you want to talk with puppy parlance? Oh, let's talk about Turkey Day for sure. Just happened uh, for those of you who are not in North America or actually in the United States. Yeah, because Canada, Canada has their own, but it's Does October. Mexi- Does Mexico have a Thanksgiving? I don't know. You could talk and I'll find out. All right. <laughs> Thanksgiving started a long time know. ago when people came over on both. It's very controversial now, but we're not going to get into that. What no, I do I like said, about- does Mexico and it was like celebrate Thanksgiving and they do. Thursday, November 25th, same as us. Okay. What is Thanksgiving is considered a time to give thanks to God for all of your blessings, spend time with your loved ones. It's also common practice for guests at Thanksgiving meal to each say a short prayer of gratitude as the meal commences. So it's like the same as ours. It's not just an American holiday. Holiday. Wow. It's not just an American holiday. Thanksgiving traditions also occur in Mexico. What do they eat? I didn't look that far, but I'd assume very, it, looked, it showed a dinner thing just like us. A cornucopia of... Uh, but they probably have their own flair of it, you know? For sure. Probably better music. 
definitely and probably like more flavorful food i do in a like lot of ways. music that comes out of mexico well a lot of it's like umpapa like germanish yeah the polka yeah the polka yeah, the germans were in in mexico they were uh before not before the mexicans <laughs> but i, that I would think just be incorrect you know, and wrong during the colonial period yep yeah the germans were there that's why they have that beer yes that's why they have the that sweet sweet beer sweet sweet brewskis i know nothing about them being there but all we know is that they their music yeah comes from europeans went everywhere and um one of those places was mexico yeah. so anyway yesterday if you are I guess Mexico and us are all on the same page then, but Canada celebrates their Thanksgiving in October. You're so forward thinking. It's usually around my birthday. Yeah. Thanksgiving in uh, Can- Canada, but everybody else does not celebrate. I want, yeah, the rest of the world, it's not uh, no. not a big deal. Well, there's probably different versions of giving thanks, you know, in, in the harvest season. Yeah, maybe. There's also harvest festivals. What yeah. was the one that they had? Um, remember Monica, our friend Monica and her husband Nick were in. Uh, Portugal for some like harvest festival or fish festival or spring or some kind of festival like that similar to that where they were like we have an abundance blah and they all got in the streets and yada 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 blah 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 drinking eating yay 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 (laughs) that's that's how things festivals happen in my life one time I was in Portugal Mm -hmm. when I well the only time I was in Portugal yeah that one time I was like 14 and we were driving down a country road my aunt my uncle my sister uh, my two cousins, mm-hmm. one of which was a baby at the time, a oh, real Ingrid. small. Yeah, yeah, Ingrid was a baby. Ingrid just had a baby. I know. A time babies flies. having babies. Tempest Fugit. Yeah, time That's does fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took me one second there. How old is is Ingrid now? She's like she's like forty three. No, she's younger than me, but not by a huge amount. I think she's in her. I think she's like uh, 30, 32. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Congratulations, Ingrid. I know, baby boy. Yeah, yeah, a cute yeah. baby boy. Okay. We okay. got off topic there. Back to Turkey Day talk. Oh, yeah. And you were in Portugal back then. It doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. But we were, uh, there was a festival going on when mm-hmm. we were there. I don't, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was like the Festival de Cagao, the Bullshitters Festival or <laughs> oh, fun. something like that. No, Is that, that wasn't festival? the name of it. Mm. Damn it. But they all dressed up and oh. they accosted you uh, as you were driving through the you know from village to village mm. they'd come out of the bushes a bunch of drunken men and uh they would they would shake your car until you gave them money this sounds like all but like they were funny illegal uh, you know it was all Are in good get- spirit but they they harassed you the whole time until you gave them money <laughs> and uh, i think that's called burglary <laughs> <laughs> and when you gave them money then they gave you passage on the road you, you gave them like was it like troll toll? Yeah, but it was just Portuguese people out here. It was an excuse for the men. Everyone's celebrating, but I think some of them played the role of the bandit and they would go out into the roads. But everyone's drinking in the village or whatever. Sounds a little, a little assault like. No, no, no. So get this: you give them a couple of dollars or whatever it is. Okay. And Your then troll toll. they would give you a sticker, and then when you got to their, town? you know, maybe the next set of bandits on the way to their town. You'd show them the sticker and they're like, okay, they've got the pass. Let them go. Oh, that's ridiculous. It was really fun. And by the end of the day, I'd collected about, uh, I don't know, 15 stickers. That's was, cool. Random stickers. It was pretty funny. But if, the first time we saw the bandits, I was like, oh man, we're getting, we're getting robbed. robbed. <laughs> this is bad. Turn the car around. Turn it around. Abort. Abort. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But we is were this... robbed for real on that trip. <laughs> and uh, so they get Portuguese, this. Portuguese, man. <laughs> it was such a wonderful trip. You know, I... I was venturing on parapets of castles mm-hmm. that were broken and, you know, like beautiful as a 14 year. Yeah, it was beautiful. Portuguese scenery, taking photos, writing in my journal, 
words that were so eloquent that, you know, they, they were really amazing words. Um, and, and taking a lot of photos and mm-hmm. I collected a lot of small knickknacky things to bring back home mm-hmm. on a 14 year old's budget. It's not a lot, yeah. but you know, things that would have meant a lot to me to remember this beautiful trip. In fact, Evan Rosenthal, I had borrowed his leather jacket oh, to go yeah. on that trip. That's a buddy of Sean's that yeah. lived in LA. Um, he was like, oh, you going to Portugal? You're going to need a, a thicker winter jacket. Oh, that's so nice of him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because my leather him. jacket didn't have a fleece lining. Oh, there's no lining to it. Oh, that is no, cold. So leather like, gets you cold. Should, you should borrow mine. I'm like, oh, cool, man. Thanks. And then. And you lost it? We get to the end of the trip. It's like the last two days. We had a wonderful time. I told mm-hmm. you, you know, I wrote mm-hmm. a beautiful mm-hmm. journal. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Collected beautiful. amazing things. I must have taken 30 rolls of film, you know? Yeah, back in the day when we had film. So we stop in to have fish and chips by the ocean. We get back to the car. And the car is smashed. They broke into our, it was a Volkswagen Polo. And they broke into the back window. You've been window. robbed twice in Europe. Once because you were silly enough to put your bag above your head and not below your feet. Okay, you so. Robbed. <laughs> and then he got robbed. I didn't realize. But they took everything. And so we returned to Quebec. This was in early spring. Hopefully you had your passports and stuff still on your person. Uh, yes, we had. Uh, uh, not all bags were stolen, but the bags that were closest to the back window, I believe, were taken. Wow. So This is when you were with Margie? Yeah. Ooh. And they took everything, like all my, my memories, you know, but they didn't take what was in my head. But all your film so and stuff? My film, in- my journal. God um, damn. Yeah. So I don't have those stickers from the bandits. But uh-huh. I do have the memory of the bandits, not the same bandits. I don't want to malign the people that were festival They were goers. actual bandits, and then they were fun There was the revelers, and then there were the rioters, you know, or no, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> story's going nowhere. Let's uh, move it along, Are there any Kitty. Portuguese people out there? Can you tell us if this is a real thing or if Sean's making it up and they were actually robbed? Um, so <laughs> No, I was actually robbed. Well, no, you were but, actually oh, robbed, but so the, but the, the last, bandits that gave you the sticker, I'm they very weren't curious the, They weren't the that. real bandits. They were playing bandit. <laughs> okay. but They're like the hamburglar. It, it had nothing to do with the two. They were mm-hmm. not related. Okay. It was separate events. Hamburglar, actual burglar. The bummer was yeah. that it was, you know, during the day it was nice and warm. It was mm-hmm. the first time I saw palm trees. This was, you know, I'd see There's palm trees in there? In, palm uh, trees. Uh, I've never been sure. to Portugal. Yeah. It's a Mediterranean oh. climate. Uh, yeah. I don't know about throughout the whole country, but there may be some mountainous regions, but Beautiful. I don't think there People try to have palm trees here and they die. There's like, palm trees, yeah. A couple of them, but some of them look real sickly. I'm like, not, that's not. So to wrap this story up yeah. for uh, you know, those who are still now. listening. <laughs> I think we lost the retention everybody. rate, Sean. Come on. Think about it. Uh, so I had to get on the plane wearing a pair of shorts and a T-shirt and come back to Montreal in spring, which is oh. no, but spring in winter, uh, spring in Quebec is basically winter. It's not. It's just a made up season. Yeah. It's just frozen. Which is less uh, frozen. I got off at the airport. I think we were flying into Dorval and man, was I cold. And everyone was looking at me like, who's this what tourist? <laughs> Isn't this Florida? No, No, this is Montreal. (laughs) Yeah, shorts and a t-shirt. That was good. That's like people in Washington. At least that's how I remember it. I'm sure it's (laughs) like people in Montreal too, but people in Washington, I remember I'd been at Pepperdine for a year. Yeah. And I came home and it was like 55, 60 degrees. And I went up to visit some friends at UW, just up in Seattle at the University of Washington. And they had the quad area, which is like a grassy area. And people are laying out on blankets wearing shorts. And I was like, it's fucking freezing. What is wrong with you? My mom was like, the weather's so beautiful. And I was like, it's like 55, 60 degrees. She's like, it's finally warming up. And I was like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> I was like, where's my puffer jacket? Right. <sighs> you know, so you were that person. You're I like, was. Y'all are bitches. And this isn't that cold. Yeah, I was cold. But you were cold. 
Did they steal all your clothes? Is that what they happened? They stole a lot of my clothes. What I was left with was... Uh, Did you lose Evan's jacket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Evan Rosenthal... Wow, you're really not keeping online with your stories here. No, just it was just a sideline. Uh, but And then when I reconnected with Evan as an adult, I had moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Evan was in L.A. Yeah, we went to House of Blues. Yeah. Yeah, I hung out with him when it was there. It's yeah. not there anymore, isn't it? Sad. Yeah, um, they used to have we a even went to see Sunday. the tragically hip together. That was good. Yeah, you did. But they had Sunday brunch at that uh, House of Blues and yeah. stuff. It was like jazz soul brunch or something like that. I felt so bad that that happened. Mm-hmm. That you know, but all these years later, I was able to make amends, and I gave him uh, a motorcycle jacket because he was riding a scooter around L.A. And I was like, dude, you're gonna. Oh, did you give him one of yours? Yeah, I had yeah. A, a motorcycle jacket. Because you don't wear them and they don't fit you properly yeah. anymore. So. Yeah. Or was it a helmet? Either way, you're able to gift him something. Yeah. So, you know, good hey, karma. You know, you yeah. win some, you lose some. Yeah. That was nice him to loan you his jacket. That's really thoughtful. That's kind of like how Evan is. Well, because um, I wanted to be cool. I wanted to wear my, my leather jacket, you know, in Portugal. But it was going to be It's funny how cold. you always think when you're traveling. We weren't even like, that good of friends at that time, Evan and I. I don't know why. He's a nice guy. Yeah. 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 He's like, you're going to be cold. Can't be cold. Yeah. It's not good. All right. <laughs> okay. On to puppy parlance. Yeah. So, well, actually, we never even talked about Thanksgiving. So yesterday, we celebrated Thanksgiving, and Sean and I decided, because we were thinking about going to Washington for Thanksgiving, but then... Did somebody knock at the door? Goddamn. It's a running joke. Okay. So we didn't even talk about Thanksgiving. We got totally off topic. But yesterday, Sean and I celebrated Thanksgiving, and we had contemplated going to Washington to, uh, to spend it with my family, but... I'm going to be honest, traveling during Thanksgiving time, if you can't spend like a week or more somewhere, is fucking awful because everybody travels like at the same exact time. I have thankfully never done this, but I have watched from afar. You can see, especially in Los Angeles, the traffic would clog on the freeway, like it would come to a standstill. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like the the weird thing. It's like two, two days before Thanksgiving, crazy. And then Valentine's Day is also a crazy traffic day. Oh. You uh, can't get it because everybody's out. Okay. Everybody's taking someone out. Right. Got to go out. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. So I don't like to travel for, for holidays. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> I had makeup on. And did I smear it all over my face? No. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we, so we prefer not to travel that time. If we're going to, we'd go like a week ahead of time when it's not busy and come back like next week. You know, you have to spend like two weeks, I feel like in order to. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. And anyway, because we've moved, neither of us really felt like going anywhere no this is new to us here yeah and so also we have a kitchen where we can actually like cook without like running yeah one that, another. that was fun <laughs> so we made i was so excited i got up at 8 30 in the morning and i started getting my herbs and spices and things ready for the turkey. i know even though we'd already talked the night before and we're like so it's, the turkey doesn't need to go in until about one because we didn't want to eat we're not the people that i know a lot of people eat thanksgiving like two or noon or three but we were like well, how about five or six you know like early dinner but dinner nonetheless. And so we put the turkey in. It's supposed to take four hours. Ended up taking, what, five and a half? Yeah, so, well, because we, we put other things in the oven with it and it brought the, it yeah, reduced it brings the, the temperature. temperature down. Mm. And you have to baste it and all that. So anyway, but everything turned out delicious. It we did. did really good. We had mashed potatoes. We had stuffing, turkey, cranberry sauce. Oh, and- share your recipe for the, the carrot souffle. Oh, the carrot souffle is my favorite. Actually, all you have to do is look up the carrot souffle piccadilly p-i-c-i-d-i-l-l-y recipe and then to that recipe add two tablespoons of curry powder et voila et voila it's delicious and i love it 
I also don't put powdered sugar on top because I don't feel like it needs it. No, it's not a dessert. No. But it's like a sweeter, just because it has the carrots. Carrots are naturally sweet. What is the weirdest thing that you think people do to their turkey? Well, not the weirdest, but what is one of the weirdest things that people do to their turkeys? I don't think turkeys so much is a weird thing because people have all sorts of ways of cooking it. I think they're all cool, like deep fried, cut it. Like uh, my friend Andy just said, I forget what he called it. Spatch. Spatched. He spatched his and it was all opened up. It looked really good. Um, He said it was delicious, said for the win. I don't really think turkeys so much are weird. But I do think that people have weird side dishes and people fuck with stuffing in a way that I don't think is appropriate. Yo, like, don't stop. Don't fuck with the stuffing. Yo. Like, I'm sorry, but oysters and stuffing. What? Don't also, knock to try it. I have not tried it. stuffing. Mm, I've tried that. Mm-mm. Okay. It's not right. Mm. It's too dry. I like my stuffing to be a little drier than what we did. We oh, did more really? like a pudding. I like like a custardy. Yeah. Almost. I'd- I mean, I liked it. It was good flavor, but it was a little too wet. Now oh. the critiques come out. Oh, She's going to be like, yeah, well, your turkey sucked, buddy. <laughs> no, but you can put more bread in it and make it less wet. Yeah. But less... you always worry about drying out because you have to cook it and you don't know how long. You know what I mean? You're cooking it and for how long and mm-hmm. I don't want it dried and crusted. But and you used to put uh, bell pepper in your, and that's just disgusting. It's terrible and I hate it. All right, the gloves are off. Yeah, it's squeak. <laughs> I don't like bell bell. It has no place in stuffing. It does peppers. Mwah. Maybe you should go to Mexican Thanksgiving, where there'll be peppers and everything. Okay, <laughs> I'm packing my bags, going south. No, but co- I think cornbread stuffing is weird. I think oyster stuffing is weird. Yeah. All right. I also am not a big fan of like. My blood is boiling right now, Katie. I'm I'm ready to. Oh really? Go on. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was <laughs> like, I'm not really that upset at all. Um, and I Either don't. I don't really like green bean casserole. It's a weird like cream of mm. mushroom. It's just too. What is that even? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. There's a lot of weird recipes and weird things, but also, I mean, I enjoy different people. Oh, that reminds me. I put like eight <clears throat> cloves of garlic underneath the skin. Like I chopped it up finely and tucked it in the in the mm-hmm. turkey and. I put lemon and herbs, thyme, rosemary, you know, it was all gone. Salt, pepper, a little paprika, just a little. Mm. But it was funny because Sean was like trying to push it on with his hands. I was like, and he was having me sprinkle the seasoning and you're really just putting it onto your hands because it was just sticking to his hands and not the turkey. I was like, just Because I didn't pat it dry enough on the underside. You always have to pat the underside dry. (laughs) You're supposed to pat the whole turkey dry. So it's like wash it, essentially rinse it off and then pat it dry. Anyway. Everything turned out delicious. Um, one of my favorite dishes ever that I never got the recipe for was one of my friend's grandmas in high school made this like sweet potato thing. Ooh. It was mashed sweet potatoes. Ooh. And you know how people like do the mar- the marshmallows and all that? It wasn't that at all. It was mashed sweet potatoes, just like a thick layer. And then on the top was like this, I don't even like nuts that much, but that that's how good it was. It was walnuts and pecans that were like crunched up with uh, probably some sugar and stuff and like toasted. And then it was on top and it was all crunchy. Hey, you made a, a dirty joke the other day when we were walking the dog. What? Oh, yeah, I did. We were. Uh, so along the way down the street, there is a giant pecan tree. Ooh. There's a ton of pecan trees in Austin. I didn't realize even down at Brighton Springs. Barton Springs? Or Barton Springs. You tourist. Hey, Brighton. That was that's Beverly Hills. Get over it. I'm still LA a little bit. But Barton Springs, there's. As you walk down towards the water, when you come from the parking lot, there's a ton of pecan trees in one one side. And Is so, it pecan or pecan? I looked it up actually, and it's pecan. Pecan, if you're from the south. 
pecan, not pecan. G- G- Georgia. Pecan. <laughs> anyway. Molasses. <laughs> just I'll spell it out of your mouth. Is it pecan? Pecan. What if you're from the north? Is it pecan? That's just how you pronounce it. Pecan. Pecan. That's like pecan. when you look at the phonetic, it's pecan. Okay. Okay. So. So there's a pecan so there's a bun- tree. A bu- bunch of these the- pecan trees. And you can just like pick them up off of the ground and like bust open the shell and eat them. And to my delicious. delight, because I like to be an urban forager in my mind, but not, I don't really go out looking, but when I come across easy stuff. He gets stuff, really excited. So I was eating it and I was like, this is amazing. The next day we went back. And all we had were the dog poop bags. So Sean was like, give me one of those bags. I'm going to, I'm going to fill it up with the pecans. And he's like, here, hold this. I'm like, you make me hold your nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. It was pretty good. Well, you know, it, it, it was true. There was, it was, wasn't making it up. It was a two pound nutsack. <laughs> it was just one, well, it was just a poop bag full. But anyway, I think we're going to bring the some. the Joey Diaz of. Uh... We're going to, oh my God. <laughs> we're going to bring, um, bring some back because Larry loves pecans, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. But anyway, so yesterday went well. We, oh, oh, we made a big, oh, our puppy sleeping. Anyway. Tummy. Oh, could have been. She our dog has farted. an eye infection. Yeah. So uh, moving on to puppy parlance. Got up this morning. They take a lot of maintenance. Boy, oh boy. Well, she sleeps really well. I have to be honest. She'd stay in her crate as long as we wanted her to. Yep. Because oh, I. God, Justin is blowing up my phone right now. We're kind of in the middle Sorry. of something. Oh, I know. I'm just, Jesus it, Christ. It caught my... All right. <laughs> Moving on. So we, I woke up this morning and I'd heard her. It was like a quarter to eight and I'd heard her moving around in her crate and I was like, oh, she's up. But I was like, I'll see if she whines. She didn't whine. So I was like, I'm gonna go back to sleep. And then I woke up at like nine. I was like, oh, yes, I'll get up. And I didn't hear her at all. So I think she'd gone back to sleep. And then when I come out, I'm like, oh, I'm like, good morning. And I hear her, although she gets all excited in her crate and she wiggle, 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 wiggles. And she comes out and she keeps pawing at her face. And I'm like, oh, she's just tired, like waking up or something or something tickling her. And I get my shoes on and put my sweatshirt on. We're going to go out to go potty. And I go out there and she's still pawing at her face. And then I like, I try to scratch rub on her face. I'm like, why is your face so wet? I'm like, what's going on? And then I'm like, ugh, and I have to go inside and wash my hands. So I wait. She goes, pee. We go back inside. I wash my hands. And as I look at her, I'm like, something's wrong with your eye. One of her eyes is like all droopy and the other one's normal. And the one of them's red and like oozing. She looks like a hound dog. Yeah, it's kind of droopy. And yeah, like that little red underneath. Anyway, so I call the vet. Luckily, it was early. It was like 9.15 and they can get her in at two o'clock. So we're going to go see what's wrong. Because she also scraped off her puppy paw pad. Her, 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 this pad. Yeah, the pad up on, on her, her arm. On her arm. Do not, all dogs have that? Yeah. Do, do they? She has like the, you know, regular pad, like little fingertips, little toe beans. Yeah. Then she has a toe bean that's up on like what would be our wrist, but like up on her forearm, kind of, I guess. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Anyway, she scratched that one pretty good and cut a chunk off of it. It's like flapping. Yeah. So we're going to have that looked at too. And then she has a bump because she gets these skin allergies. She's very high maintenance. But we love her very much. She's a lot of fun. She's brought a lot of joy into my life. Yeah, she's really sweet. And she likes gets to sleep. Gets me up early, gets me walking. Lately, she's been wanting to sleep on me, and it's very cute. You know, uh, she wants I, to curl there's up. There's something that relies on me. Mm-hmm. I rely on you. I'm pretty sure if I disappeared, you'd be just fine. <laughs> if you disappeared, I'd starve within a week. I'd be like, where do the groceries come from? Hey, Katie, where are the. Oh. Aww. Where are the paper. T- oh. <laughs> hey, Katie, this, how do we get toilet paper? Katie, 
<laughs> You'd be fine. Cobwebs in the house. Cobwebs didn't used to be in here. <laughs> Why is the floor so sticky, Katie? Oh. <laughs> well, all the dishes are dirty. I guess I should buy some new ones. <laughs> oh my god, that's like my aunt Roxanne and Brad. Oh, so my aunt Roxanne came to Brad visit. Brad is a very nice guy. I love Brad. Um, it's my mom's brother. Anyway. So he he and Roxanne have been married since they were both, I don't know, let's say like 20, 20, 23, something very young. Anyways, maybe even 25, doesn't matter. They've been married for a long time and they're both in their 50s or 60s. Oh, no, 60s, I guess now. Anyway, they're both retired at this point, too. But they decide not to have any kids. They're like Sean and I. And they are just they always do everything together. They just get along like two peas in a pod. And Roxanne had never been away from him. For more than like, like a day or two in the last 20 years. Yeah. Say. For like, I think longer than that, but yeah, at least like 20 years. And she hadn't even flown since like 1991 or something. So this is like the first big trip and she was here for two weeks. Now her, <laughs> she would call Brad, you know, in the morning and at night and check in and whatever. And he was doing fine at the beginning and she'd, she'd uh, got groceries and like cook some stuff for him and like set him up. So he was good. And, and he's not, it's not like he's not, he's not helpless. There's just certain things that I guess Roxanne has always done. He has no idea how to run the dishwasher or the vacuum. And when I tell you Roxanne laughed till she cried, she seriously laughed till she cried. She couldn't. And even when she's off the phone, she couldn't get it together. It was so funny. So he was so pissed because she has one of those dishwashers, you know, where you open it and all the buttons are in the lip of the dishwasher and you have to hit and turn it on. Then you close it and it starts, but it's quiet. Right. And all he was like, I don't hear anything. She's like, well, do you hear like a zzz? That means it's running. And, he, and she's like, his hearing's so bad. He's like, I don't hear anything. And then he'd open it up and the water would squirt. And he's like, oh. And then <laughs> so we couldn't figure out how to get it to go. And he wasn't sure if it was washing. He's like, I'm just going to use paper plates until you get home. I mean, and then he decided that he should probably vacuum because the house was getting to be a mess. And he couldn't figure out how to make the vacuum work. He could kind of turn it on, but then the bristles weren't going and it wasn't vacuuming. He's and in bare, flo- bare floor mode? Is that when the, the bar doesn't work? Yes. Okay. But they have carpet. And so <laughs> anyway, he, I guess he tried that for a while. And I don't remember if he got that one working. I don't think he did. I think he gave up also. But it was just too funny. And he was getting mad because like they were both... Uh, German companies. He's like, stupid German engineer. I don't understand what this is. She's like, no, it's sleek design. You just have to poke the button. It does the thing. And then with this, you have to push it back. Then it will start the rolling. And he was like, it just, you guys, when I tell you. So I I don't know if he ever got the dishwasher going or if he just, I, I should follow up mm. if he just ate off paper plates for the next like week. So, <sighs> you know, you're better than that. Well, I'm the new model. The <laughs> One generation off from that, you know? yeah, yeah. So. But you do forget. You're getting better though. But back in the day, in the apartment days, you like didn't know where I kept anything, where we ordered anything, or why we were out that's of certain not true. things. But to a certain extent, that's true. Yeah, part of it, partially. I, I knew you could figure it out. I just played dumb. You you don't Katie, play. You don't play dumb. The that's, remote. That's not something you do. <laughs> you don't play dumb. You just didn't know because I did it all. Yeah, you know. But anyway, you're better. At in this house because we had to move everything in so you know where everything went that's right anyway 
funny, I do my funny. Own laundry. So yeah, I don't do yeah, I don't do Sean's laundry. He does it himself. Oh, that was another thing is him trying to figure out how to run the washer. I think. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Anyway, so many things. Too funny. So to wrap up uh, puppy parlance, which got off topic, we're going to take her to the vet today and hopefully everything's okay. And she's getting spayed next week so that she can continue, so she can go to puppy training, to doggy training and continue to go to doggy daycare because they won't take them if they're over seven months old and are not spayed or neutered. The doggy daycare? Mm-hmm. Or the training, none of them, they won't. So I don't know how people do it who don't want to ever spay their pets, like they want to breed them or whatever. They're probably trainers in of their own right, maybe. I guess they just take it on themselves. I mean, when I was growing up, we just took Corny Dog to like training. It wasn't like like we're dropping her for the day and then we go and they tell us what to practice. There's probably trainers out there that specialize in that then. I wouldn't worry. I would assume. Anyway. But the place that we go to. Yeah. The place we go to that's the best rated in our area doesn't allow us to bring her because Mm -hmm. she'll just, you know, get boned by some dog. And then we'll have puppies. And it's a mess. Yeah, I don't want to have a bunch of puppies. No. Also, she's just a baby. It's crazy. Not right. Okay. So that's the end of puppy parlance. Okay. I mean, it was abrupt ending, but that's all there is to say. We'll keep you posted on how she's doing. Yep. All right. Well, but I do love uh, our vet. She's so nice. Let's get into our letters, shall we? Mm -hmm. We have a lot to catch up on, a lot of ground. We're falling behind. I feel bad. I, I know we're trying to get through them. Let's try to get through three or four because today's is going to be shorter because it's a shorter episode because I don't want Sean to work all day. Okay. So you're going to try to read. The the, the dog <laughs> jumped. No. no, but every time you do this, you're like, I should let I'm you trying. read. I know. I'm just saying you always complain when all you do right, it. All right. You read you... it then. No, you go ahead. No, this one's a ghost story. Oh. It comes in from Ray. Oh. And I don't want to butcher it. You're a very what good What happened to reader. this? I turned it sideways. Oh, it's a dock. That's why I was like, why is it white? Okay. We're falling behind on your letters and we apologize greatly, but we'll just get that through them as quickly as we can. And we have a story, a ghost story. Very spooky. Just because Halloween's over does not mean that ghosts don't exist. Well, ghosts don't only do ghostly things on Halloween. Right. They do it all year round. Okay. That's like that funny meme that was... showed the is it Jason the guy that wears that white mask it showed him out on a balcony and it said um, there's a couple of versions of this actually now that I even say it I've seen other meme versions but it showed him out on a balcony and it was like me who watches scary movies all year round watching the you know the people who only watch them for Halloween or something yeah. okay it says this is from Ray hi Ray it says hi Katie and Sean ready for a ghost story yeah this is a recounting of my ghostly experience we lived in the country houses far apart and the closest being down a hill a tiny old house where a sour old man lived except for his two mean dogs they would growl and snarl when we rode our bicycles by his place this kind of reminds me of the sandlot how they had that you know scary guy across the way They'd hit the balls in the yard and they'd just be like, leave it. Confession time. Never seen the Sandlot. I know there's a lot of memes that come out of it. And I know there's a lot of people that watch it and you never shocked. seen it? No. Oh. Eh. It's really cute. I know, but. You'd actually really like it. It's kind of like a boy. It's like uh, if you liked, what you call it? No, no. Um, what's, what's the, they filmed in Oregon and they had the, the Cyclops guy and the. X-Men? 
No, it's little kids or little boys. The Goonies. Oh. Um, hey, you guys. Yeah, that's chunk. The, the chunk. Oh, it's like that. It's little like adventure. That. Yeah. No. <clears throat> okay. So I might be a little too old to get into it now. I mean, you could watch it and appreciate it. I haven't watched it in years, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. And the twins like say things almost at the same time. Okay. So they would growl and snarl, these two mean dogs. They weren't tied up, so that was always scary. We never knew if they would attack us or not. When those dogs started coming out onto our property at night and killing our chickens, oh, yeah. My mom and dad went and told him to keep his dogs away from our property. He denied that it was his dogs and threatened to sick them on us if we came near his property again. What a dickwad. The guy really seemed... Just needed a hug. Yeah, probably. It's true. He probably like... Or a kick in the ass. Yeah, or just a good old beating, good old-fashioned beating. That's what my dad used to say. People who are assholes just need like a good punch in the face to set them straight. Or a hug. Maybe. Maybe a punch, then a hug. Punch hug. It's like a hug and roll, but different. A pug. A pug. <laughs> no, but you have to think... Or a hunch. <laughs> but you have to think... Like, I have a hunch. He needed a pug. But you have, a, you have to think like people like that, like they probably are upset and sad at the beginning and then they become mean and then nobody wants to be around them. Then they're more mean because they're lonely and sad. And it's like the spiral of like just getting more and more mean and upset. And you're like, you're doing it to yourself. Stop the cycle. Let somebody give you a hug. God damn it. Okay. The guy really seemed as mean and hateful as his dogs were. Yuck. As I remember, the sheriff had to come. And after that, no more dogs. I don't know what happened to them. Maybe they bit the sheriff or maybe the old man bit him. I just remember that we all felt safer with them gone. Several months later, my parents told us that he died. And that was the end of the story. Or so we thought. A couple of weeks after that, I could look down the road and sometimes at night see a dim light in the window. Sometimes it was all dark in the house. My older brother saw it too. There was no moon or any other lights around the house or nearby. So that was an intriguing mystery for an eight-year-old. Old man Cooper (laughs) in the window. My older brother, who was 10, talked me into going down there one day. Oh. Oh. I have too much self-preservation for that shit. I I was never uh, coerced into doing anything like that. I was always like, I think it's time to go home. I went into a couple of abandoned buildings when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. There was one that was pretty... It was Mm -hmm. run down. It had been boarded up. It was on... um, uh, St. John's Boulevard and it was a, a home probably from the 1950s that just it was in bad shape and it was overgrown and uh, I would never we, we pried I'd the, run all the way home we pried the wood off of a back window and we went in there was probably four of us probably just filled man, with cobwebs no it was other people had gotten into this place and it oh, was, was like was it like a crash house Ooh. it was kind of like where or crack house um, no because I don't think crack existed then <laughs> Well, actually, the crack ed- epidemic did happen, but it, no, crack was not there. Okay. There was no crack at that place. It was, but it was spooky, mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, we wandered around, and there was old furniture and old wallpaper, kind of peeling off things. And, yeah, it was dimly lit and I dust. Don't, probably in the raccoons air. had gotten into. Oh, assume. definitely raccoons. Yeah, yeah. squirrels, raccoons. Okay, yeah. are we ready? Or yeah. Do you have more? To tell? No, no. I'm just okay. I'm right into the story with mm-hmm. Ray. I'm feeling this. Okay, so. His older brother talked to him in going down there one day. We would never go near the place at night to see if there were any treasures left. Okay, so that went during the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, talked to him into going down there one day. We would never go at night. But to see if there were any treasures left behind in the basement. In the basement? Go all the way in into the basement? Raymond. That's brave. Super brave. 
From the front window. Raymond the Brave. I know. From the front window of the tiny three-room house, we could see the whole inside, and it was completely empty. The living room, bedroom, and wall between that with a little kitchen. No lights were on in the house, and the only door was the front, and it was padlocked from the outside. Okay, I know they usually do that when they board up homes. They like put a little padlock on. How'd so you we, get in, buddy? What'd you do? So we went around to the small garage, which was underneath the house, since it was built on a steep hillside. Oh, gotcha. So it kind of, you drove in and went into the house. Oh. We opened the two swinging doors and it looked and looked in with our flashlights, but it looked pretty empty. Just a dirt floor and stone walls. The one thing in it was an old, worn out, musty pair of black army boots hanging by their laces from a nail in the rafter. Creepy. So creepy. We didn't touch those, and we were starting to leave when we heard the stomping noise. It moved across the floor above us like footsteps, and it made the hair on the back of our neck stand up. Ooh, it traveled across the floor, which would have meant moving right through the bedroom wall above. It's a ghost. The hair on the back of my neck just... (laughs) Wide-eyed, we looked at each other and then hightailed it all the way back up the hill and never went back. I would have, too, just ran as fast as I could. Don't look back. The hell was that? I've never forgotten the image of those old boots or what sounded like someone wearing them and walking around upstairs. The mystery was never solved. Well, they saw that place was empty. Happy Halloween. Yeah, they already saw it was empty. Hmm. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all either. (laughs) Gave me the willies. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. Yep. <clears throat> I uh, yeah, that that's gonna be unsettling later on when I go outside to <laughs> <the> garbage out. <sighs> oh yeah, stuff like that is creepy. And there's always those weird, creepy houses and like old grouchy people that you know. There's one when we take Roxy um, mm-hmm. on the way back from the doggy daycare. Mm-hmm. There is a boarded up house with mm. overgrown lawn and it's a house from like the 1940s oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it, it sits back a little bit from the street mm-hmm. the, there's quite a bit of yard space but it's overgrown and boarded up we should go tonight no we should go tonight no i like how ray in this story he and his brother had flashlights during the day i know like, that's like a- someone stops and hey hey kids where are you hey young raymond where are you going <laughs> nowhere they're in the country nobody's stopping you city slicker what do you think people patrolling oh, all i grew up in the suburbs mm-hmm. so yeah there's always a nosy person. What are you doing with that flashlight during the this day? This is their neighbor. There's nobody next to them. You just like run down the hill. No one's going to That's you. true. It was right next. I wasn't paying attention to those people. <laughs> I was thinking like it was blocks away. I'm also a country kid. So I'm like, nobody stops. Who? who where? From when? The country police. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't think I ever. Only once. First of all, only once was I ever pulled over by the police. And there was no big deal. I was just driving at night and I think they were just stopping me because I looked young. And I was driving my mom's uh, Mercury Cougar, that like sports car looking thing at the time. So I think that's why they stopped me. But that's the only time I was stopped. I never ever really saw police around unless I was downtown, like in town, which is not where I lived. Yeah. No, nobody stops you, Sean. Okay. Well. Kids get away with a lot more in the country. Okay. Are we ready for another another letter yeah 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 okay this one is from lynn hi lynn hello and thank you raymond for your wonderful story i wish it would have been solved i wish there was like a follow-up no 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 you don't solve that no that's a good one that's a good one but just never go back because can't go back let's let's be honest what if it was just a person who the fuck is hanging out in that house that house might not exist anymore either it might be like condos now oh for sure you know what i mean yeah 
Okay, this but is. But even though the condos were built, sometimes you could still smell a musty boot and hear <laughs> old man Cooper. A musty boot. You're gonna wake up our dog. Over. Hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> what? I was just playing along. I know you're. <laughs> really kills me. <laughs> Hello. I know that's Sean's old man voice. Has anyone seen my boots? Did you hear that? There's okay. someone looking okay. for the boots. Okay, this is enough. <laughs> you hear that in your condo? You know it's haunted. That's... You never see the old man, but you can smell the musty boot. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't try writing any stories, okay? Because you got to work on it. A little the bit tail of, of the musty boot <laughs> and the barking dog. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying. The dog bark is what killed me. What do you mean we have no sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't people listening? Okay. The subject line of Lynn's letter reads, "Yeah, setting fire to the house for Halloween. Dude, Almost. I'm, I'm, and a history lesson. I like how balanced it already is. Mm-hmm. A it little says, bit of sugar, a little bit of medicine. Yep says, hello, I haven't written in for a while. I have struggled a bit with exhaustion and light sensitivity. It's been difficult to be on the computer. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're feeling better, though. I'm a little bit behind as well. And I just about was just about to tell you that we in Norway also use a similar word for the hospital as in Germany. Oh, like the Kraken House. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Kraken House. Is that but, what it, Kraken House? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think so. But thankfully, I ended up watching the next OTDM episode where I sent it. Um, before I sent it, where I learned that you had already been enlightened about that and more. Yeah, because it was they go from all the different. Countries. Some of us are enlightened, and then some of us, uh, some of us, the uh, the light bulb flickers and then goes out again. You, you know? know more about things than I do. You're always reading. You're especially like history stuff. But I forgot that one. Oh, that bugs me. <laughs> Cracking house. Because you're really learning a lot about Norway. We are. We'll have oh, to go. By the way, mm-hmm. our uh, it's funny because when we talk about a country the charts reflect it so i don't know if they oh maybe people when they search it comes up because they're like oh this is from where you are yeah because norway we're burning up the charts baby we hit i think we're uh, number 15 for leisure on the apple charts and i was like that's kind of cool also in qatar but we haven't really talked about qatar or cutter i'm sorry sorry. yeah i was like that's probably why i'm q a t a yeah but is it cutter cutter oh i've said Qatar. i don't know they like Mm -hmm. us in cutter hey Thank you. I can't find you on a map, but I appreciate you. I will look. I will look. We'll find it on a map. And okay. hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, um, we continue to do well in Norway. Yes. And Germany. She says you're learning a lot about Norway. And, and Germany. I really feel, uh, or I kind of feel like Norway is suddenly really, really big these days. So popular. It is. It's More uh, popular. You're on the map. Norway's on the map. Okay. I don't think I'm going to send you all the things I wanted to send you because I have been a bit excited about this, about Scandinavia and the languages lately. And I went down a rabbit hole on the internet and was about to send you Scandinavians whole story. But oh, you know what? I'm practicing some self-control. Mm-hmm. One, one last thing. Mm-hmm. And this plays along with what she's saying. For some reason in my uh, online ads. Yeah. Scandinavia is popular. It keeps... The algorithm is sending me a lot of Scandinavian things. I wonder if they're like tourism boards are like. I don't know, but pumping I pumping money into it. The Norwegian sweaters, because Scandinavian countries have like. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What? Your phone's not even on silent. Potential spam. 
Um, that was all perfect. So it's been popping up. I wonder if it's the tourism boards that are like pumping money into things. You think that's it? Like you're seeing a lot of like, come to Scandinavia. No, I'm seeing a lot of Scandinavian sweaters. So oh, those are very popular. They're back in style. Like the for me, they've always the been popular. Sweaters with like the yeah, mm-hmm. the, the 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 Norwegian one and the Finn. There's one Finlandia, I really really want that has a, the Finnish one has sheep on it. It's really cute. Oh yeah, but it's expensive, so it's just sitting yeah. in a basket. Somewhere. Also, the Swiss one. I know that's mm-hmm. not Scandinavian, mm-hmm. but the Swiss one. It's like a Swiss military one. It's green corduroy, and then it's got like. Maybe because you've been epaulets. looking for certain things, and now it's coming up. The machine you knows what I in want. Some cookies, and they're tracking. What's that on your shoe? It's cookies. <laughs> it's cookies. Okay, back to Lynn's letter. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Lynn. So she says she's been excited, went down the rabbit hole of Scandinavia, but she's going to practice some self control and telling myself maybe you don't want to hear all of that. So I'm just going to share one tiny thing. I like to hear a lot of things, so feel free to send it. I don't know if you knew, but Norwegian is not the most Norwegian language out there. That's interesting. Icelandic is closer to the way Norwegian Vikings spoke than Norwegian is. So Icelandic language is actually more Norwegian. That's so funny and strange. Hmm. Hmm. In Norway, there were once Vikings, and they spoke in a very different way than we do in Norway now. Norway has been occupied by uh, Denmark and Sweden. Or is it Denmark, but it's she spells it Denmark? Yeah, uh, but... Denmark, okay. And Denmark forced Norwegians to speak Danish for a very long time, and then the Black Death came. Dun-dun. Killed off the rest of them. Wiped out everyone who knew how to write Norwegian, and the language mostly died out. But it survived. After Norway won back their freedom from Denmark, we tried to make a new language, but it's a lot closer to Danish than the old Norwegian. Oh, how sad. But there was a a preserved society Mm -hmm. uh, out there in the North Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. Where were they? They were in uh, Iceland? Well, it said the Icelandic language closer to Norway. Right. But yeah, Denmark like wiped out their language. Hmm. But then the Black Death came. (laughs) Not a joke. No, back in the day, that's, that's, and we were talking about this. Never mind back in the day right now. Is well, it? no, but I'm saying back in the, I was, I wasn't, I was not referencing the Black Death. I was saying back in the day, people were like, like the Vikings and stuff. People were pretty hardcore, like ruthless, yeah. barbaric, some might say. I think people still are, but there are civilized societies now where we don't do things like that. Yes, but it's interesting. I only bring that up because people have been getting riled up online about Thanksgiving and Indigenous People Day and all this shit and, you know, getting mad about it and saying how ruthless people were when they came to Christopher Columbus was a mass murderer. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not that's not false. That's true. Correct. It's true. But But I I think think people forget that everybody was mass murderers back then. Like it was savage, like crazy. Well, there are some Comanche Indians. What were the ones that like chopped everybody's heads off? Was it Aztecs? Uh, I believe that there were mass sacrifices in South America, Central America. I don't know. Crazy. It's people. not just, it wasn't just Christopher Columbus who's an asshole. It was like people back then were just murderous. I think they're still murderous, but there's more accountability now. I mean, it's just the way, it was the way. You know it, what I mean? Like there are some countries where it's a little dicey. True. Dicey. But uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. we're working towards a better society for yeah. all. We recognize that the past wasn't perfect. No, it's not perfect at all. It was, it was awful horrible. for a lot of people. But I'm just saying it was just funny that people have like selective memory about things where I'm like, everybody was crazy back then and like murdering people. And like we had no 
First of all, there was no modern medicine, so you bring like smallpox, you just wipe out a shitload of people. There were no rules in war. Yeah, but people like showed up and just, it was like whoever survived. Yeah. That was just how things were. It's not like civilized society now. No. And they were just. Again, I'm not saying it was okay. I'm just saying that like people have selective memory. Yeah. And I'm like, did you pay attention to history class? Well, they don't really teach you everything in history class. They teach you, you know, the winner gets to write history. So, you know. True. Whoever's still left gets to tell people what happened. Oh, no, nothing to see here, folks. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. OK, back to the because it made me think of the Vikings, how like even our one of our favorite shows, Norsemen. Oh, it's so when good. they just they like decide they need something they just go out and like kill people and take their stuff. Remember, the woman has a necklace made of penises. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty bad. If you aren't following this podcast from the beginning, we were really into <sighs> the show Norsemen. It's not on. It, is it not coming back? Did they cancel it? It was so funny. No, I think isn't it coming back? But what got canceled was gorgeous ladies of wrestling which i was really bummed about because i really like that show too yeah how does that show get canceled yet there there's like i don't know five thousand seasons of other shows that's for you it's the same story every week hey you you shut your mouth you shut your mouth when you're talking to me (laughs) i'm just saying that like other shows that aren't good i don't even know i could name like a gazillion of them like the big bang theory how the fuck did that get so many seasons? I can't even watch one episode of that. I'm just like, next, no thank you. This is too predictable, and I hate all of it. Unpopular opinion, possibly. Network television's kind of boring. I hate network television. It's terrible. Placate the masses. Although I am into The Good Wife right now, and I think it's pretty... That was network television. I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh. It, it, it like goes is that against... a Shonda Rhimes project? Seemed like for a while she ran everything. She ran everything. But it doesn't, you know what? It doesn't feel like a Shonda Rhimes. It doesn't Rhimes feel like Shonda Rhimes. Was that she, How to Get Away with Murder? Yeah, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, the one with Kerry Washington. What's it called? Shonda Rhimes with Honda. No, but she she did also great. I think she did Grey's Anatomy. Did she? I oh, think so. that's where she came from. That's how she made all her bucks and like yeah, because she was Grey's, and then, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. How to Get Away with Murder. The Scandal. That's the Kerry Washington one. And then right. a bunch of others, I'm sure. Right. She but those made a lot of money real quick mm-hmm. in Shondaland. I appreciate that name, by yeah. the way. I think she's on to something. Mm-hmm. When she wrote that book, The Year of Yes or whatever. I don't know what that is. And she just like lost weight, changed her life, made things better for herself. It's really cool. Because I guess when she was actually being really like ratcheting up her success, she wasn't really taking care of herself. It's really easy to take care of yourself when you have a lot of money, I think. Like there's other other pitfalls that come along I with having I think there's money. a couple things. I think it's easy when you have a lot of money and you have a lot of time to optimize your life is it's easier to when you can hire coaches like a food coach, a weight coach, you know, if you're dedicated to it, it could be easier. Yes. I mean, that leaves a lot of stuff out like that leaves the complete like eating disorder, mental health component out of it. That doesn't fix anything, but it does mean you have access to better care. So you might be able to like get more help and have more, you know access to like a psychiatrist therapist medication whatever you might need but i don't really because the thing that i at least from my perspective of my friends who are super successful they have no they don't take care of themselves they have no time like she was like super successful and shonda like wasn't taking care of herself oh i'm sure she ran herself ragged right until working too much until you realize the race is over Mm -hmm. and you're in not retirement land but i think a lot of artists don't realize it until it boom i'm on the sidelines because Yes, yeah, so maybe I sidelined myself. Yeah. Well, maybe I sidelined myself by not taking care of my mental health or my. Mm-hmm. You, you never see retirement coming. I'm not saying that she's retired, but like pro well, athletes, even you. Yeah, because it's not. Well, the thing that's different about traditional working in a traditional format, where you like work at a job and you build 
like let's say you work for the state of Texas and you build your 401k and your retirement and at like 65 or 68 or whatever predetermined age you've decided you retire and then you start getting your retirement checks. But when you work for yourself, it's not like that. And if you're an artist or an athlete. I like how you point to me. Oh, well, you mentioned athletes. Oh, I thought you were but, like, you know, then, me then there, are different, there are different things that could cause you to not be popular and not necessarily retire because that's like a nice way of talking about it. It's more like you could just not be making money all of a sudden. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that's the issue. Because like if, an ath- if you're an athlete and you get injured horrifically, you're out if you can't come back. And then you have to hope to get a job as a, what do they call that when they just like talk about it? color commentator yeah a commentator those were and then a pundit if you're an artist and people just stop liking what you're creating you have to like revamp yourself or like get a regular job or something you know i know you know what's funny about that mm-hmm. is paul mccartney works at our home depot <laughs> it's not, not funny that is funny because it's a lie she's doing a no it's not a lie lies lies okay back into the there letter. is a guy who looks like paul mccartney at our home depot oh really yeah. i haven't noticed she loves you. Yeah. Be like I caught him singing. I was pretty sure that's Paul McCartney. I'm pretty sure it's not. Oh, we're getting comfy here. Okay. Back to Lynn's letter. Yeah. Sorry, Lynn. That was quite the detour. I got, well, I started it. It's my fault. Okay. So did you notice mm-hmm. one last interruption, Lynn? Um, the pit of doom and gloom has mm-hmm. lessened a little bit. A little bit. It's a little, it's a little lighter. A little lighter. Yeah. I yeah. don't take us there as often. I don't have to pull us out as often. I'm feeling a little bit better. A little bit more light. What do you think is brought this on um a concerted effort not to talk about the things that are driving me crazy no. <laughs> do you have a what's grind what grinds my gears no. this week no you know what mm-hmm. i honestly have this new let it fucking go let it attitude go. and it let feels it good go. yeah not that everything is rosy but i'm trying not to be agitated by things because i took it to heart about a month and a half ago you would mentioned something like hey and you were being pretty serious. You're like, mm, you know, maybe a little too negative. I don't but remember. I think it was on the podcast. And you're like, yeah, it's true. You know, you're, you do toil in the doom and gloom a little bit. And I honestly, I don't think I am that. I think I've just gotten caught up in. Well, you, you know, you read so many, a lot of news and then you get yourself all riled up. I read the poison. You do. And then he. But not just the news, just in general. Like, and, and I think I was feeling really. And we were in the midst of mm-hmm. this pandemic and. But since moving to Texas, I think we've taken some of the pressures off a little bit. There are other pressures yeah, with of course. work being really busy, but I'm feeling a little bit better, which Good. is, yeah. Yay. Not to make this about me. It's okay. You can have some time for you. All right. Let's get back into Lynn's letter. Okay. Back into Lynn's letter. She says, um, so remember the black death came, wiped everybody out. And then after Norway won back their freedom, they tried to make a new language, but it's much closer to the Danish than it is to the old Norwegian. So Icelandic is actually more Norwegian. Huh. If we're still following That's along That's a here. difficult language too, right? I mean, that's Icelandic really... is one of the most difficult to learn, yeah. right? Yeah. And there was that savant that learned it in a day or something. He had one week Norway, to learn yeah. it. And then he might get this wrong, but he then went on Icelandic television yeah, to do an interview and, or something. An evening news interview. And, he, and he, he was able to be conversant. Is that a word, right Conversational? Word? Yeah. I don't know. Conversational Iceland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he held his own, which is the human brain is amazing. His in particular is able to perform. More amazing and, than mine. I still struggle with my Spanish that I studied forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
to the letter? Okay. So, um, but Vikings once sent their unwanted people to Iceland where they lived and still do. That's almost like Australia. They sent. Um, That's what they say about Iceland. It's the Australia of the North Atlantic. <laughs> no, they don't. But if you guys don't know, I don't know when this was, but they sent a bunch of convicts. It was a penal colony. Yeah. Out in Australia. Were they in, was it like a actual prison or they just like roamed free in that land? Jeez, I don't know. I mean, it's a big land to roam free. Mm-hmm. I think they probably just drop continent. them off and then take the boats away. Yeah, I guess they're like, best of luck to you. Bye. France did that too. I think most countries had like a place where they'd send people. Yeah. So it's like, so, you know, and then they take the country. boat away. Yeah. But uh, France had Guiana, Fr- uh, French, French Guiana, Guiana. Mm-hmm. and French Guiana was a penal colony. Oh, really? Yeah. And they, you know. Huh. Interesting. I only know that because of Papillon. Oh, Papillon the, the dog? Movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. The dog too. <laughs> Steve McQueen has a, a photo of a giant dog with floppy ears mm-hmm, on his chest like in the a, movie. Isn't Papillon a butterfly in French? Uh, yes, it mm-hmm. is. Okay. Anyways, we digress. Okay, so... Iceland is Iceland is an island, isolated more or less, and therefore the language is never influenced that much by other languages, which means that Icelandic is more Norwegian than Norwegian. So people from Iceland can actually understand the language that the Vikings used, uh-huh. while Norwegians cannot. Norway kind of has the land while Iceland carries the language more or less. And I just find that fascinating. I do do too, Lynn. That's really fascinating. This is how I remember and understand it. And sorry if there's something that is not completely correct. So just from her memory of her going down a rabbit hole. If I may, you may. I would like to share a Halloween story as well, since it's almost Halloween. And again, I apologize. We're so far behind. Or maybe it is Halloween already when you're reading this. It has been. Yes. Two years ago, I had decorated a bit outside on the porch. There was a cushion box to the right by the wall, and it was made of plastic. In it, I had diesel for the car. I kept diesel inside something, of course, just don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, the English word for it. So it's not like she just poured diesel into that thing. She's saying she had like the... A gas can? Yeah, gas can, but she doesn't know the English word for it. And of course, I had firewood. I wanted to put torches out, but not the kind you carry around in your hand. They're like wax in a round container and you place it on the ground. Okay. Sorry if that's a terrible explanation, but it's the best I can manage. Again, because Norwegian word versus English word. So if it was like the can, I wonder if it's like the the kind you carry around in your hand. Oh, like a wax candle? Like there's wax in a round container and you place it on the ground? Huh. Yeah. Okay. A, a candle? I mean, see, I'm not sure what the word would be for that. I'm trying to think of what she means. Anyway, says, anyway, I decided to place it in the cushion, oh, on the cushion box. Clever. Yes, I know. Place the torch thing that gets warm underneath on a cushion box made of plastic with firewood and diesel inside. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Hey, sometimes we don't think things all the way through. It's just part of being human. But I did that and then just went back inside. After a while, I heard a knock at the door. I went to find the candy but when I opened the door, I saw two children standing far, far away from the door and pointing at something to my left, turned around and said, and saw the fire. <laughs> so the trick-or-treating was happening, but, uh, oops. This lady knows how to party. Woo! She's definitely got the porch lights on. <laughs> the fire, fire! A bit more than necessary. The torch had melted through the plastic and the box was on fire. I stared at it in shock for a bit and the children asked me if that fire was real. Oh, my God. Good thing they didn't get too close because, you know, you think people have decorations and it could all be for fun. 
the fire was real. I can't remember what I answered, but I ran inside, found a bucket, which happened to be standing in the middle of the kitchen floor, like things tend to do in my apartment, until I forgot that they were still standing there. It was, um, I was very happy for it this time because I realized what was inside the cushion box. I managed to pour water over it and extinguish the fire before it got to the wood or the diesel, thankfully. Almost burned the house down. Wow party i'm glad those children were brave enough to come and knock so that i could extinguish it in time right because if they hadn't disturbed her she might not have known until it like i don't think it would i think it would be more like just fuel on fire you don't think it would no i don't think gas can wouldn't explode i don't think diesel Hmm. uh ignites that way oh it's a little soupier a little thicker Okay, yeah. I didn't know. But it would certainly, I would assume, once it gets warm enough, catch on fire and be hard to put out. Yeah, because then you have a gas fire. So to wait till the gas burns off. Calorically right? dense fuel. You yeah. Know? Jeez. Okay. So she's glad that they knocked so she'd come put, the, put out the fire. I was too stunned to give them candy. I do feel bad for that. Risking their lives to let me know that I'm about to set the house on fire and they don't even get any candy. <laughs> hey, you had bigger, you had bigger fish to fry. Right. <laughs> bigger fires to put out. Hence the big fire. Exactly. Yeah. Kind regards, Lynn. Thank Thanks, you, Lynn. Lynn. That was really interesting. A good it, lesson. I enjoyed that very, very much. Two good lessons, really. One, a historical one. Mm-hmm. The other, uh, absent-minded one. Yeah, pay attention. Make make I sure. You make attention, Lynn. Make attention. Hey, we all do absent-minded things like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. We have a speak pipe. Are uh, we ready? Yes. Got to turn up. Pump up the volume. Pump up oh. the volume. Ooh. Okay. And yeah. Hello, Katie, Sean, and the entire OTDM community. Adelard here, a first-time speaker, a first-time sender, and I thought that a great way to introduce myself would be to answer a question that you guys had in the episode 83, where you asked whether your names mean anything stupid in other languages. I love it. Well, I am here as a speaker of Polish to say that Sean's does. Mm, it is only Polish slang, though. It is not official Polish, so but I think that it will do anyways. Mm, in Polish slang, Sean means a shortened version of fucker. <laughs> it is allegedly meant to demean, quote-unquote, lousy women. However, I cannot attest to that. For me, it would be just a shortened version of fucker. You fucker. To be used on all. <laughs> It is also not that popular. It is only popular enough for people, most people, to know that it means something bad. But it is not in common use at all. And that's basically it. I appreciate that. Katie is safe. Thank God. For now. I hope that you guys have a great day. I hope that everyone listening is doing great. Thank you so much for listening. Adelard over and out. Thank Adelard. you, Adelard. Uh-huh. Hey. Adelard. Mm-hmm. Adelard. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for letting me know I'm a fucker. That uh, is so funny. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because I really was curious if our names meant anything crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fucker, but like a shortened version. I, I appreciate the way uh, Polish English sounds, like a, a Polak speaking English. Uh-huh. It's so It's very clear, enunciated. And uh, I do like the the twist on 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 English that they put. Yeah, the way it, the way it's their right, accent the way it makes sounds. it sound. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I agree. Adelard, Thank you, Adelard. You got a great voice. Yeah, great voice. Great. We appreciate Amazing you calling English. in on Speakpipe. Yeah, we have another Speakpipe. Are you ready? Sure. Keep them coming. Let's keep the fun going. Keep it going. 
Hello there, Katie and Sean. This is Iris. I am from the Netherlands, and over here people call me Iris. Iris. So there's just a slight difference in the way you would pronounce it in English, which I'm fine with because I like the English version better. Oh, anyway, funny. so Iris. that's not why I'm here. It's like I'm mouth. here because I was listening to Peter and how he was talking about how some Dutch names sound ridiculous in English, like Floor and Joke, which translates to joke. <laughs> This is the perfect opportunity to let you guys know <laughs> that my grandparents are called Dick and Joke, and together they make Dick Joke. <laughs> I couldn't not let you know, uh, and uh, you're very welcome. So <laughs> I hope you're both doing well. I appreciate everything you do for us, and you're always making my day. So I hope this made yours. Sending so much love. Goodbye. Thank you, Iris. That's fun Iris. to say. It's Iris. 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 I know she'll always be Iris in my heart. <laughs> oh my God, Iris. That is hilarious. Granddaughter. Though. Iris, granddaughter of Dick Joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know where we came up with that. Was that because Einfart and Osfart? And then we were talking about. Um, yeah, I think just. The. In Lillehammer. Lillehammer. Yeah. She's like, I forget what the names were, but. It's, but that's German you're saying. No, I know. Yeah. I know. I was oh. saying, I think we talked about all those things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like how just ridiculous names are ridiculous names. Yeah. Too funny. Dick joke. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. People in other languages, you know, they don't know the fun they're missing if they came to the States. If you don't know who Iris is, Iris oh. is a longtime listener, a fantastic artist. Yes. And her material, she sent in some pretty funny uh, drawings over her time. She has over the years. Yeah. I really appreciate you, Iris. Yeah. I hope and then she also has like her own, you know, style that isn't necessarily related to the podcast, but is also excellent. Yeah. So welcome back, Iris. Okay. Oh, we got a couple emails yeah. about how they submitted questions for AKA, but it didn't post. Oh. If you ever have issues and you find that your, your comment doesn't post, it's because it's holding it. Doesn't it hold certain things? So it might be like a, a certain word that's being held or something that YouTube thinks is like potentially bullying. I'm not saying that it is, but we have problems with that a lot where it'll hold comments. So I would encourage you to notice if there's any certain words that you think could be triggering and we do our best sean does his best not we he actually does this tries to like release those as quickly as possible but it's a lot to keep up with the mail never stops Katie. i know it's pretty so, interesting so within otdm that would be that's probably what's happening i don't even think we hold that much stuff but youtube has quite a robust comment catcher does that make sense yes yeah it like holds a lot of things and we even had that issue when andrea a, good, a member of our community was just trying to post the timestamps for the pod and it wouldn't let her. It held it and you mm. had to release it. And she was like, oh, Sean, let me out of comment prison. <laughs> but I don't know that it's there because sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go through and I'll clear all the comments. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a bug in the system. Here's yeah. why. Okay. I go in and I look for held comments. Mm -hmm. I approve them all. So then you know that you're current, right? Yeah, it's all cleared. There's nothing in our cache in the back. Two days later, I'll go in and it'll say, oh, here are comments from a week ago. I'm like, where but were I cleared they? them yesterday. Right. It used to do that all the time, though, even way back in the day when I'd approve everything. I've raised this point with the, a couple of engineering teams, mm -hmm. and they don't seem to think there's an issue. But I have something that I can prove is an issue. Not the end of the world. I'm trying to make it a better product yeah. for them. I'm yeah. like, well, you're just hurting. So all in our all, community. feel free to resubmit. So yeah. if it doesn't show up and you give it like, you know, I don't, honestly, it's resubmit right away. Do you care about that? 
Not really. Yeah, if he sees a double, he'll disapprove a double. A double do. Double do. And I'm sorry about that. Um, James and Saiyan Groove, they both had issues with that. Okay. Last letter, because we got Stiskadil. Yeah. This is from Christoph. It's a, a quick one. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, this we, week is a shorter video. We don't need to apologize. I'm trying to stop Audio. apologizing for things. I know that. Too much. Hmm. I used to say sorry all the time. Oh, I have a horrible problem. You know this. When I would throw a baseball. I remember a conversation with somebody um, when I was a kid throwing a baseball with an adult. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd miss or miss catching the ball or throw it a little funky, say I'd, I'd say sorry. And like, don't say sorry. Just focus on yeah, the ball. Yeah, try better next time. That's it. But we're playing catch to practice, mm-hmm. not to say sorry. And I was like, I'm so sorry that I said that. I know that. Then you say sorry. I did that. <laughs> Why <laughs> am I so stupid, you know? Ah, so sorry. But it's a weird Shit. habit that you get into saying sorry. Weird. And I wonder why, you know, you feel the need to apologize. You want me, do you want to go into this? Yeah. Okay. So a couple things. First of all, for me, it's that I don't like conflict. And I dislike conflict so much to the point where I become a people pleaser. And I know that you too so dislike conflict. Yeah, the band you too definitely dislikes conflict. <laughs> No, you as well. Yeah. Dislike so it's conflict. like a way of diffusing. Mm-hmm. Because if you're always apologizing, then then you're in the clear. Okay. But the thing, the problem with this and is that we, our sorries aren't really genuine. Or you say sorry so much that it devalues your personal worth that to yourself. Too. And like you, then you feel like you can't take up space. You don't have a right yeah. to like be there or do the thing. Like if I could turn sideways, mm-hmm. this isn't all the time, but sometimes in in difficult situations mm-hmm. stressful you want to st- disappear and if i'm standing forward like you can see me but if i could turn sideways and be two-dimensional so i'm like as thin as a <laughs> line and i just kind of disappear and just then you've described why a lot of people have eating disorders also oh so i disappear huh. you know we're, we're very very interesting as people like the way that we try to deal with things but i think and, we do it inadvertently like you're oh 100 unconscious yeah we just have these mechanisms. You just have to make yourself aware of it so you don't do it as often because it does erode at your self-worth. And you have to declare it out loud. I no. declare. Bankruptcy. No. <laughs> that doesn't help anything to declare it out loud. I mean, you can if you think it would help, but it's more I just like. I declare bravery. <laughs> it's more just like being aware and then not apologizing so much. Right. Sorry. I didn't mean to steer this. Okay. Let's get into the next letter. <laughs> as you apologize. Okay. Okay, this is from Christoph. I'm not like that all the time, by the way. No, I'm worse than you are. Because sometimes you'll be like, stop apologizing. Like, oh, I didn't realize I was. Shit. So, hey, we all have stuff we're working on. Stop apologizing and start demanding. No, no. no. Asserting yourself. Asserting. Stand your ground. Or being okay. Be like okay with where you are in the moment. But it's like being okay with taking up space Mm. and not always agreeing with everyone. That's a heck of a title for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we'll call it that. That sounds bad. Okay. Christoph's uh, letter is entitled Puppy Parlance and advice from a dog owner and a few other thoughts. I'm excited already. I was hoping that you would send in such a thing to help us. Okay. Hi, Katie. Hi, Sean. Hi, OTDM universe. Universe, I like your new segment, Puppy Parlance, in the podcast. It reminds me of the good old days when our dogs were young. This week, our oldest, Mike, turned 13, and oh. our youngest will be nine this winter. So not really puppies anymore. I didn't realize they're all so old, but they get older. She's she's turning into a dog. I think old. nine and 13 are good years for dogs. I think they're amazing years. And the dog kicks back and it's like, remember when I used to be able to, you know. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, 
they're not puppies anymore at around two, but like four or five, they really start to mellow out. Because Corny, I think from like four on to when he, he passed away at 13, was like that. How old do dogs live? Like 30? I th- I'd say, I mean, 13 was, I thought, pretty old for Corny Dog at the time. I think it depends on the breed. It, it depends on the breed. I do Small know. Small dogs live longer, right? I don't know. You have a lot of questions. I don't have a lot of answers. I'm sorry. I don't know much about the canine world. I don't. If anybody's like a canine specialist, like Chris, I mean, Christoph kind of is, feel free to send in more letters to otdmpod at gmail.com. Okay, let's okay. get into that. So his aren't puppies anymore. But a tip on how to keep them more puppyish is by having her neutered as early as possible. So I would say somewhere between eight months to a year. That's what I was planning on anyways, but then we had to move it up to seven months, unfortunately, because they don't allow us to bring her anywhere. I don't understand this uh, talk because, and this is, uh, okay, so we got a letter from someone else saying don't neuter them and or have her spayed. Mm-hmm. Um, Haha, I'm going to get tutored. I know, <laughs> losers. Yeah, but she, uh, the gal had written a comment saying don't do it until they're a year or a year and a half or something like that because mm-hmm. it messes up with their, it messes their, their growth up. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure my mom are, thinks that too that it hormone, messes with their growth. Yeah, hormone things. But I don't know why the medical community or all the people around here. Or, I know, and they push you. Like I've even pushed this out two more months than we got her from Austin Pets Alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wanted it done when she was like five, right away, old, right away. And I kept getting emails, and I had to send a letter saying that I had it scheduled with our vet, which our vet was so yeah. nice to put that letter together together because otherwise they wouldn't release her into our care fully and so her microchip would still say she was a rescue so if anything happened she'd like be dropped off at the rescue yeah so like, I, don't, I don't understand what mm-mm. i guess because i i'm not a vet but i don't know why yeah. people we should ask the vet, we'll have to ask her, vet say is it's is this okay well she uh wanted to do it not earlier for any reason other than the fact that we had her blood work done mm. and she doesn't like to have the blood work more than a month out and it was going to be five weeks, oh. but she was okay because she wasn't in last week because of Thanksgiving to do the spay. Oh, yeah. And so we pushed it out. Anyway. Do you think dogs are worried when they uh, go to Scotland and they see like Speyside? You know, that's a what an area. For, oh, is it? For the, whiskey. You know, oh, oh, yeah. Speyside whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spey. Yeah. They're like, <gasps> this town. It's a bad joke. Let's just go on with Christoph. <laughs> okay. It says... Unless you want to breed, of course, but it can really help keeping dogs in a juvenile mindset. I remember one of our dogs from our old pack. She was sweet as a puppy until she was about 14 or so, and then she got old. Unfortunately, she died only 10 days short of her 17th birthday. 17. Wow, there we go. But I remember when she became older, she couldn't really easily jump onto our bed anymore. Our dogs are allowed to sleep in the bed and would always wait for me to lift her up until one day when I came to the bedroom, she was sound sleeping on the bed. Huh. And running out of the gate when our boys, the two brothers who were young and they loved to run a lot. We were on vacation in Italy and there was a small garden in our house. One morning, our daughter, then 10, let the dogs out in the morning. Only to discover. I guess we know who let the dogs out. <laughs> it was Christoph's daughter. Who, who, who? Christoph's daughter. Okay. So let the dogs out in the morning only to discover that the garbage men had left the gate open. And off she ran, chasing the dogs through the whole village, barefoot and in her pajamas. Oh, so they got out, out. Like she opened the gate, but they were already. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they didn't. (laughs) They didn't. 
uh, did not do this to only, oh, they did not only do this once. It happened to her twice, but they were funny puppies. And as brothers are together, they felt incredibly strong. Although they were at that time about half as big as your Roxy. Oh, so they were just little puppers, <gasps> just little babies running the town. This happened also in Italy and on the normal beach, dogs are not allowed, but there's an area of unsupervised beach where you can walk your dogs. So in the morning, you'll meet all the dog owners there and our little heroes were barking at each other and every other dog. (laughs) So they found their way to the dog beach. But then we saw a German shepherd up on a sand dune and our dog started charging towards him with their high pitch puppy barks. Yeah, that little high, high pitch. We thought, great, the big dog will teach them a lesson. But to our amazement, the huge German Shepherd ran away from our little dogs. He was a lover, not a fighter. Everyone on the beach was laughing at that scene, and we knew we had to educate our puppies ourselves. In episode eighty, number 84, you mentioned socializing your dog. And yes, this is very important. Take her to obedience class or any other dog school. It is not so much that she learns everything there, but more to be around other dogs and learn how to behave appropriately around them. How will she know when to use the salad fork, you may ask? <laughs> it's like pretty woman. Teach her. No, but it's, it's true because she gets like crazy around other dogs. And so she's, I don't know if she's getting better because. She seems like it when I take her on a walk. She doesn't pay attention to all the dogs anymore. Yeah, she's not as crazed about it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because she gets to see dogs regularly now. We try to take her to the puppy daycare at least once a week, and she'll start her obedience on January 4th. Okay. So that you don't end up with a dog that barks at every dog it sees. And when you're out, take her out with you if possible so that she gets used to it. This is important. It will make her much calmer as an adult. Now she's a puppy and will and will do anything stupid. But now is also time the time to train her. We should start bringing her out to dinner, like to restaurants, so we can, like, once she's done with her training, uh, da, 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 the salad fork, Roxy. But so she can sit and be calm, and yeah. like we can take her places, and then we could go to Dripping Springs, she's getting there, and she could be out at like Jester's King and like hang out and be fine, which would be really cool. Okay, um, but now it's time to train her. It says. Uh, else not much is going on in my life and i'm still looking for a job have a terrible cold and of course there is the music made some recordings now and i'm in the process of creating a rough mix that i can present as a demo to bookers in clubs that's awesome so we can finally hit the stage hopefully early next year awesome oh and i'm so excited katie's book arrived finally this week so i'll be busy reading it over the next few days greetings from austria christoph i hope you like it and i hope it's helpful and yeah, that's all good stuff. Thanks for the advice on the dogs. We are open to any advice on doggos. Um, We're just learning. Yeah, and I mean, we both grew up with animals, but it's been a long time. And my mom helps a lot because she's had dogs since yeah. forever. But Hey, I hope your demo comes out well. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear it <laughs> when, when yeah. you get it together. Uh, send it over. because Yes, we'll play it. It'd be yeah, fun. It'd be cool. That'd I be hope really that cool. you book some gigs. I know. And I'd say feel better soon. But since this is an older letter, I know he's Probably okay does now. feel better He's now. all better now. I mean, gosh, yeah. I hope the cold didn't last a month. All right. I know we're about a month behind again. Yeah. I apologize, you guys. We were doing now, so Now, Austria well. is on lockdown? For three weeks or two weeks, I think he said. Mm. Um, yeah. So. I hope, I hope that... Uh, that's lifted so another week to go yeah or another two weeks something like that hmm. yeah i think um may I, freedom I think, of movement be available to i know because the band practices and stuff and exactly lockdowns are just i mean when i talked to christoph about it he was fine with it he's right. like it's a couple of weeks we can do it it'll be okay but as long as it doesn't drag out do you know yeah. what i mean because that's always the worry because last time when we were told we were going in lockdown at least when we were in la they're like okay 14 days and i was like oh this will be fine you know 
everybody was like, yay, we'll make food and relax. And then they were like, you know, six months later, you're like still in lockdown. You know who's playing a bunch of shows right now? Who? The um, Rolling Stones? No, they just concluded their tour. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I should have gone, but I, I was worried about. Also, the prices were very expensive to oh, sit I'm sure, in the lawn, sure. but yeah, I was just worried about COVID crowds. And, yeah. uh, no, uh, who's playing a lot of shows right now is Peter Marr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Marr in Calgary, Alberta. If anyone is up in Calgary and wants to see a great, great show, uh, he is, uh, I think he's playing like a show. I think he has 18 of them between now and Christmas. Oh, wow. He's super popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he got this cool guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a Gibson um, J35, J45. Uh, but it was a special edition. There, right. Yeah, special edition <laughs> made for Canada. Mm-hmm. I think there was only 60 made. It's That's called super cool. The Northern Artist. Wow. And this guitar oh, cool. is really nice sign. But his. I like he, that it's regional. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's beautiful looking. And it's funny because he had another Gibson um, acoustic that he played. But. And he thought that had an amazing sound. Now, here's someone who can hear the difference. I can't hear the difference because I'm but not. you're still learning. Yeah. That's it. And guitar sounds like a guitar to me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the new one is super cool sounding. I've mm-hmm. heard a couple of recordings from it. I'm like, wow, that that is. That's nice. It booms. and uh, You get a better instrument, right? Yeah. So he's on tour right now. Uh, I'll put a link to his Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, go check out Peter Marr. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the Calgary area, check it out. Mm-hmm. A ton of shows. But there is a show that I wish that you and I could see specifically on that tour. And that is, um, it's like Tibbs Eve. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be a lot of Newfie music. And, oh, fun. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm excited about? Christmas is coming and they're going to, the mummers are coming. That Well, that's oh it. Oh my God, Rana, you wait. In, inversion talking. <laughs> hey, Katie, how are you doing? Do you guys know what mum, mum is? Mummering? It mummering? Yeah. Yeah. If you know I what think we talked is. about it last year, didn't we? Probably. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I love it. And it's a really good tradition. Yeah. I like that you all dress up in if like If you're funny a new fee and you yeah. want to write in and tell us about mummering, or send in a speak pipe, or dress like, oh, yeah, send oh, in a speak pipe. Or send some photos. Yeah. So fun. Mm-hmm. I love it a lot. Yep. Oh, she's army. They calling. also, going back to the story of a boot. Mm hmm. The smell of a musty boot. They could have been a mummerer because there's the, <laughs> the, the mummer, the stick in the, the boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of their uh, instruments. If you're lost in the podcast right now, don't worry about it. Just we'll, uh, we'll come back around to mummering. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you there. more. Yeah, maybe we'll get. And Peter if you know what in. mummering is and you want to offer the definition, feel free to send it in to otmpod at gmail.com. All right, but it must have an accompanying, accompanying either speak pipe or photo or some kind of something. Yep, speaking inversion. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay. Have a wonderful... Any mummers loud? <laughs> Our pupper is up with her oh, leaky eye. Poor baby. All right, and we got to take her to the vet. So we love you all. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. You want to...